0: Welcome back to Black Belt or Bus. I'm Misty and I'm Keely. Today we are in a truck. In a truck. We're coming back from training. <laughs> Is it what a road trip edition? Yes. And currently, okay, so
1: we just did an open mat at a local gym, top martial arts, Spartanburg. They are theBomb.com. And now we need Starbucks. And yes. I can't find Starbucks. <laughs>
0: So today we wanted to talk, we're actually going to answer someone's question, and we wanted to talk about A-game, like how to find your A-game or how to develop your A-game. Or just what do we mean by, we always
1: hear play your game. Yeah. But what does that really mean if you're new and you're like, I don't know what my game is. What do you mean? Like, what is a game? What does it mean to be gamey? You know,
0: what do these things mean? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm still looking for Starbucks. I'm sorry, guys. You're good. (laughs) So, talking about a game, when I think of this, I think of like things that I've naturally gravitated to. Yeah. And it's different. Like, I was talking to Caitlin about this, was, you know, when I'm in competition, my game's so different than it is when I'm in the gym. Because if I'm in the gym and I'm rolling with certain people, sometimes I can't get to those positions that I naturally get to in competition. So, I've been trying to work on like figuring out where I get to when I compete. And then actively, like, if we're rolling, if I'm rolling with you, I say, okay, I need to get to these positions, so you'll push me to those positions. But really, for me, I think A-game's what you gravitate to, What you know you're good at, what you like, and you actually enjoy, and what you actively look for when you're in a roll. I really really like how you worded it as
1: it's what you gravitate towards, because everybody's going to be different, and the reason being is that maybe your mindset coming into jiu-jitsu is different. So maybe, like for us, like smaller women, maybe your first idea is, I want something that makes me feel safe. So you might go to a certain guard. You might go to something like a clothes guard or a half guard. You know, something that you feel safe and like you are in control of the position. Other instances, especially if you go straight into the competition game, maybe it's something you want to feel more dominant in that because I didn't miss my turn and that you feel as though you are more comfortable being in a top position rather than being on your back playing a guard so sometimes it's about finding where you feel your best where you feel as though jiu-jitsu has given you that point of control and then the positions and submissions and movements that reflect that main position yeah. So I guess my my first piece of advice would be find the one place. Like find your yeah. happy place. Yeah. You know, whether that's like sometimes like a happy place could be deep half, half guard, neon belly, like find your find your position. Your number one position and then build things or find things that reflect
0: that and surround that. Yeah. Because I think everybody knows they're happy and they're comfortable when they're in a top position. If you have the back, if you're in mount, if you're in neon belly because you know you're in one of, like, the most dominant positions. And you know you're going to do really well, obviously. But sometimes you've got to find a guard that you love and you want to play. Like, what sweeps do you like to do from which guard? Like, if I'm going into my, uh, if I'm going into a competition, I know what girls my size love to play. Spider. Um... Close guard, close guard. Like to pull guard into a close guard. Yeah, um, Delahiva. Um, it's a lot of those open guards. They—that's where they're good at. So I want to know my my passes, developing passes that are in my A game that I can pass those guards while actively being good at playing those. Yeah, and your game doesn't have to be just a position say
1: your game is, you love knee cut passing. Like, the first person I think of is Andrew Wiltz, Daisy Fresh, Panda Express guy. You know, he does a beautiful knee cut. That's his game, is everything is set up from a knee cut pass. So, you notice he goes to dominant positions, how he controls the leg is all about being able to get that knee cut. So, it doesn't have to be just a position. It could be if there's like a certain movement or a certain submission you really love and you're really efficient at, maybe you...
0: Develop everything around that. Oh yeah. Well, and your guards can be different depending on are you playing gi or Nogi. You can't yeah. do. You can't really have a good de la Riva guard in Nogi. So, what's your next best guard?
1: So funny story. Working on a lot of de la Riva using like holding your own hook. Yeah. So I'm actually trying to incorporate a lot of de la heva and Nogi. Really. And it's a lot of fun, yeah. especially doing more leg entanglements. Yeah. So sometimes in the beginning. Like, say a year ago, I would have been like, yeah, you're totally right, Misty. And now I'm like, actually, no, I see that I can use Daily Hiva. I may not choose to, but especially in the beginning, let's just take out Ginogi. Your game in the gym, and like you said, your game in competition may be completely different because of the rule sets that you've got to play. Yeah. So, like you said, your game in the gym, what you find is your game, and then your A game or your plan of attack for the competition may be more dominant to be able to rack up points and to play to the rule set. Yeah. So, how do you decide when to change your game? Now that's my question for you. Oh, not, how do I not? We you just not like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like sorry,
0: how, how so do you decide
1: when should you change your
0: game for a game plan for me. I think it depends I don't know. For me it just depends on who I'm rolling with. I Yeah, it depends on who I'm rolling with because sometimes I can't use my A game if I'm going against certain people. So I've got to go to like a B game or a C game. Does that make sense? Like,
1: yeah. Because sometimes I sense. can't
0: be the one who's like I can't determine how we're going to do this sometimes the other person determines what we have to do so I just have to figure out how to go to like my safe place or the places I'm good at but sometimes I can't like I really can't do it
1: yeah and at at no point is there a rule that you have to play this certain game like if you you are like going against this person I know they're a good leg locker this is my a game and like you go in there and blank and everything kind of goes to shit go to what you're most comfortable with is that dangerous at times? Yes. Because say you are a guard player and you're going against somebody that is very efficient leg locker. Guess what? You gave them your feet. So sometimes you do have to avoid your what you are most comfortable with because of, they might have a game the complete opposite of you where it exploits everything we do. So sometimes the reason we have to change our game is because our game can actually be dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Or we're giving up so many things. How did you, like you're a game, how did you figure out what you were good at? What? I of I Atlanta, uh-huh. Summer Open, when I was a white belt. All of a sudden I was on top. None of us knew what happened. I didn't know what happened. I was just there and it stuck. Yeah. Um, I had actually, time I've ever rolled, I'd never really been on top other than drilling. So it wasn't until I was in a live situation that I got on top. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, this this works for me. This makes sense. And stuff clicked. Then it was like, oh, I should try, maybe try doing this from now on. Yeah. And it just stuck.
0: That became my competition game is yeah. try to get on top. Yeah. And something that I was just thinking about that I think is like kind of funny Is there things that we learn in the beginning that we don't like because it's so uncomfortable because the movement is so new that sometimes down the road you'll start doing that thing and you actually start like and you enjoy it. Yeah. Uh I think of like (laughs) all the time. I think of how like when I first learned how to do a kamora, it was so uncomfortable. I hated it. I told David, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. My brain could not figure out the grips. It just doesn't like it. Now I use the Kimura grip for everything. I use a Kimura grip to get me everywhere and I use it for everything. So I don't know if that's like part of my A game, but I know if I can get some sort of Kimura grip, I can control the other person.
1: And it's not even like A game. So like you said that and the first thing that popped in my mind is the beginning of the pandemic, I decided to devote my time to do leg entanglements, leg locks. I have avoided that for years. Years. I'm on, what, four and a half years of training now? And four full years, I 100% avoided anything to do with feet, knees, heels, toes. They were the bane of my existence. And right now, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. that's like, what that's I, yeah. all I'm doing right
0: now. Yeah, I was thinking about that because of... Uh, and you're getting like good at it like before I left for my trip you were going for those things you were learning them it was new there were holes and now like when we roll together you're getting to those places so much better I'm telling you
1: today rolling with Brandon, so Brandon's a brown belt of top belt martial arts on top martial arts and it just felt so natural where we just kept doing like just going in and out of leg like, entanglements and it felt extremely natural and I was like Who the fuck is this girl? Like, (laughs) where has she been for the whole, whole jiu-jitsu experience?
0: Well, and then sometimes, too, like, at your gym, you're kind of known for what your game is and, like, what you've developed. Like, me, people know to not let me get to their back. Yeah. People know that. They know, and I'm not saying I'm, like, the best at, like, getting to the back. It's what you do the most about what you tend to do the most. Yes. And the more we go over those techniques of, like, anything with back control and different ways to control the other person, I'm picking it up more and more. I'm seeing more details that I need to work on. And so David will even tell people, he's like, don't let Misty get your back. Don't let her get your back. She will take your back. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't know what your game is,
1: ask your teammates... When they describe you to other people or when they're like... So, say I come up to Misty. I'm visiting her gym and I'm like, hey, Misty, what's a role with that person like? And she's like, oh, that's the leg locker. Oh, they, they like to take your back. Oh, they they were the D1 wrestler. They're going to shoot for a, like a blast double, you know? If somebody... How somebody describes you also kind of describes your game because it's not... That's what you do the most. Yeah. So, you may not realize it. You may still be in kind of like the little jujitsu cloud where like all of your thoughts are jumbled and in the in the cloud somewhere, like you can't really access them, but you know they're there somewhere. So you don't realize it. Yeah. But your teammates do because they roll with you. Everybody has talked about how their teammates roll. We've we've all done it. Yeah. So maybe be like, hey, when you describe like when you tell somebody else about our role, how would you describe it? Or like when they talk to coach and they say, yeah, they, they leg lock a lot. You know, you might be able to talk to your teammates and your teammates to be like, oh yeah, you do this a lot. Yeah. Or, hey, you're really good at this. Or like, you should do this more. You were, you did really well. It was very natural. It was very smooth. So sometimes talking to your teammates, you realize you, you do have a game and you may not realize it. Yeah. Or like, or maybe, maybe not be conscious of it. What's your
0: favorite way to submit someone? Like yeah. what submission do you really like because there are certain people you can think of and you know what submissions they they do like if you're Mm -hmm. like if you bring up a bjj person sometimes you can associate them with one specific submission yeah one specific sweep one specific pass like all these different things so in your mind when you're trying to figure out your a game what submissions do you actually like what i don't want to say what brings you joy when you're hurting what sparks joy (laughs) what was it it wasn't michelle what was the show on
1: Netflix where it was cleaning um, and she was always like it sparks joy. Yeah. And I if it doesn't spark it. joy, you need to get rid of it. That's yeah. kind of like jujitsu. Like if it doesn't spark joy, don't get rid of it. Like the you have Marie to save Kondo that. Thing, yeah, yeah, that Marie Kondo. And don't get rid of it completely. Like <laughs> we can't declutter our brain from jujitsu. We need all of the information. But if it doesn't spark joy, just yeah. don't do it a lot. Unless your coach is like, hey, you suck. You need to start doing more of this. And then you have to force yourself to. It's like a very endless cycle. But in the beginning, when you are a white belt, first you're just working on survival. But you're also just trying things. Yeah. Try to find what makes you happy. Maybe strangling somebody makes you happy. Okay, well, how do do we get there?
0: Yeah, then you start working backwards. Yeah, reverse engineering. Yeah. Or if you like doing a pass knowing where that path is going to take you, you know, like you, you think about those things or if you're in a guard, it's like, well, you got to know your sweeps and then you can start working on all your different sweep transitions, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it is just like, what do you gravitate to and what do you like? And that's different for everybody. I mean, you have people who love leg locks and they're so good at them, but they're so stubborn when they want to learn anything else they found the thing they gravitate to and that's all they want to do. Yeah, that's where the whole don't declutter everything comes from. It is
1: fine to have something you love. It is great to be like, that's my game, that's my bread and butter. But at the end of the day, somebody is going to beat your bread and butter. Yep. So that's why it's it's very valuable to have your game, to feel safe, and to kind of default to it. A default option is always great. Sometimes when we roll, and this is going to be toll side, like sidetracked. Sometimes when we roll and we're upset, we need to mentally check out. So my body needs to go ahead and do something automatically for me. So I might roll, but I'm, my mind's like a thousand miles away. Well, when I roll like that, I'm going to my default. Yeah. I'm going to my my happy place, my game, because my body knows it so well. Yeah. While my mind is sidetracked. That's great. But At the end of the day, if I need to work on something new to implement into my game, I need to force myself out of my default. I have to put in a manual and start switching gears to make sure that I'm adding things rather than
0: limiting myself. Yeah. And another thing about A-game development or learning something new or learning something you gravitate to and really wanting to work on it... You know, you do have to drill it in class and outside of the class Yeah. like, really good at it. So let's say you learn a brand new technique and you feel so good doing it, like when you first start drilling it, and you really want to implement this more and more. Um, drilling it outside of class, and then the people you want to start developing your A-game with, you actually want to start with some people who are, like, the least experienced. Because you don't want to be like, okay, let me try this on my black belt coach and see if it no, works. No, no. Um, I think we've talked about this in a couple of
1: episodes where we always recommend the three people that you should train with: somebody least experienced with less experience than you; someone with the same amount of experience as you; and someone with more experience than you. Because when you're trying something for the new time, it's for the first time. It's awkward. You may not know when to do it. Timing's going to be off. You know, you're going to be a little clunky. You're going to feel like a white belt all over again. And guess what? You might be a a, a white belt that's been there for a month against a white belt that's been there for a day. You know, that's still somebody with less experience for you to be able to start working something on. Um, And then, okay, I'm doing this on all the white belts. I'm a seasoned white belt, but I'm doing this on all of my peers. Maybe I'm going to start doing it against somebody that started the same time as me or somebody who has a little bit... More time on me, but they don't come as often, so we're roughly the same place. Yeah. You know? I'm going to start seeing if it works on somebody at my level. Yeah. Okay? I'm starting to do that. It's starting to feel a little bit more natural. I'm starting to get my timing down. Okay. Now I'm going to start doing it against people who are more experienced than me. Because now I'm going to find out, am I doing it correctly? Half the time, you're not. Actually, not even half it's more like 99% of the time you're doing it wrong yeah or they kind of laugh at you like haha this little white belt thinks that they're gonna do this yeah um I had that realization with scissor sweeps (laughs) like I mean I'm still learning so many new things about a scissor sweep every time we learn like we learn it in class yeah David adds like one little detail and it blows my mind because it's like I've done this since day one and I still don't know everything about the scissor sweep yeah um and then afterwards, you can even ask them and be like, how can I improve this? And they'll they'll start telling you, this is how someone should respond. And this is how you address it. And it's just... It's a mindfuck.
0: Yeah. It's all a mindfuck. Yeah. Um, another thing... Yeah, when I was starting to work on things that I liked or things I needed to strengthen, David actually wanted me to try them out on the kids first. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go, like, crazy. Like, if I roll with the kids, I'm literally, like, taking myself to their level, to their strength, all these things. So I can be like, okay, let me practice this little sweep. And then I can start doing it on, like, my peers in class. But I'll start with the kids and then I'll go up from there. Um, but part of that, too, is, like, if you try something, like, you like and you're like, okay, I really want this to be part of my game... If you're trying this with someone who's super experienced, it's going to be kind of discouraging. Like if it's a guard and you're trying to sweep them, you know, and they keep passing you, it can get discouraging. So trying it with people who have less experience and then working up from there, I think it's really important. But um, yeah, those are like my thoughts on a game, like when I think about it. And And
1: it's funny, so many people are like, oh, this is your game. Guess what? Your game is constantly changing. Sometimes it kind of stays the same. But other times, like, when I look back at what was my game as a white belt versus what was my game as a blue belt versus what was my game now as a purple belt. They're all different. But they all... They have similar movements, but it's just I've built things on or I grab... Like you said, you gravitate to some different things. And that's fine. Because part of it could be you realize what does and doesn't work for you it could be maybe you lost a lot of weight and all of a sudden you can do guards that you didn't do before maybe you've worked on your strength or flexibility and mobility and are able to get into positions that you weren't
0: before yeah or your pressure gets better
1: your pressure gets better or just your confidence you feel as though you're more knowledgeable about something and you're like I want to do this more. I know how this movement works more, or like, I know I know this in and out. Yeah, because if, if you if you feel more knowledgeable about something, then you want to use it. Yeah. You you want to be like, do I know more than you? Like that's why this is the whole chess match. Yeah, is that you want to see? Do I know more than you? So sometimes you and another person have the same have a same game, and it's a matter of okay who screws up first because who knows more oh yeah who knows what to do who knows what not to do yeah so then it's it's a back and forth battle yeah. and I think that's I think that's some of the best matches are the people that you have the same game you know the game in and out mm-hmm. so you're able to see who who knows more about the ins and outs of that game yeah
0: and that's why when you're training with people at your gym it's so important because uh, they do Oh, no, it wants me to go left damn it <laughs> Um it's so important because people do learn your game. And obviously you're all learning the same stuff if you're going to all the same classes and they're teaching the same techniques, of course. I thought <laughs> there was a Starbucks right there's there. There's a Starbucks right down there. Then why is it taking me left for Starbucks? I don't know. Are you using Google? I was using Google. I just like illegally got over in this lane. No, and funny. so I'm illegally coming over here. Yeah. Um,
1: Listeners, and- <laughs> if there's any police officers in our area, I apologize. Yeah. Mother, if
0: you are listening to this, don't listen to this. <laughs> um, when you go to an open mat or you go to a new gym, sometimes you can play your A game and see, like.
1: How not does it actually stack up? Yeah,
0: in like a very real, I don't want to say super real scenario, but like. Yeah, like if you're playing the game you've been playing at your gym, let's say you've been working a guard in a sweep and everybody's passing that guard, but you go to a different gym, their games are completely different. You can really see where your game's at. Well, that or they don't know. So,
1: like in Mississippi, uh, one of the girls and I, that we got our blue belts together, we knew each other's games in and out so much that we kept doing the same exact things. We would get in the same exact positions. We would respond the exact same way. So after a while, her and I would be like, we need to take a break from each other for a while. Just so that we're not so predictable. Yeah. Because we were driving each other absolutely insane being like, we always do the same shit. Yeah. And we loved working with each other because of every, of anybody that was going to push us, it was, it was each other. We were roughly the same experience. I love how this person doesn't pay attention to the fact that I had a blinker on to turn. What is this truck doing? I don't know what's going on.
0: Uh, Road trip edition, Keely has road rage. But I think as far as like just developing the game, just keep learning, just keep going to class. You're gonna find what you like and what you gravitate to. I think everybody does.
1: What do you want? But yeah, I'm with you.
0: Oh, thank you. Y'all have a good day. Thank you. Too. Thank you too. No, I think uh, developing your game really is just learning, showing up to class, and then you're going to see something your coach shows, and you're like, oh, I like this. But another interesting thing that happens is sometimes you'll be rolling, and you'll do something, and you'll do it perfectly, and it comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. That, those are my favorite moments. Is oh, where it's I'm like, weird. Where I'm like, where did this come from? Like, the Kimura thing. Going back to the Kimura thing. I did a Kimura to someone on my non-dominant side. Out of the blue. And I was like, where... Like, how did this happen? And David's like, sometimes that just happens. I was not anticipating a venti. I
1: was thinking it was a a tall. This is a lot of coffee. Yeah, that is a lot of coffee. it's going to go... Yeah. I'm I'm excited for it, but not... I should have gotten creamer. But at the same time, I... So, I've been working with bobby stevens at our gym and he's been on me about nutrition because he knows i like a lot of pretty much i like coffee with my creamer instead of creamer with coffee yeah and i keep getting in trouble where he's like are you ever gonna are you ever gonna not drink as much no oh. it's part of my morning ritual and now apparently post-mat ritual
0: yeah i just know it's too late and i slept until like 12 45 today <laughs>
1: But yeah, it, I'm telling you, it was like some, uh, during one of our quarantine roles where out of nowhere you did a transition into like an Americana and a Kamora, where you kind of yeah. go back
0: and forth with them. It was beautiful and I was sitting here like, where's this been? Yeah, it all just happened. Like for me, I realize sometimes those things just happen and I appreciate when they happen. Mm-hmm. It's not all the time. Sometimes I have days where I feel like I'm a first day white belt. Oh yeah, I feel like that Remember, like a yeah. lot recently. It's just funny though, cause like that when was you attractive. when you do <laughs> go to compete and people are like, "Here's your game, play your game." Like I've gone back to watch competition videos and heard the other person's coach be like, "This is your game now," and I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> like, <laughs> See, and then some of the pieces of advice I've been given,
1: where, like I said before, every time before I step on the mat, I hear Jessica. Catherine Dubb's voice. P.S. She's black belt now, by the way. Whoop, whoop. Follow her. Just Jet's Instagram. Um, I hear her voice say, "Breathe, play your game." And in the beginning, it like that. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's easy. All I have to do is breathe and yeah. just do something." And now, now the value I take from that is, she didn't. She meant breathe, yeah, to not be a dumbass, but when she says like she would say play your game it wasn't just do the moves you like to do it was you are in control of the role you set the pace you set the tone you set the intention for yourself and this might just be i've been going to way too much yoga you know like setting an intention for your practice yeah but now when i hear play your game i think of it as so much more than just do the movements that are the most comfortable i think of it as like this is the role now yeah I am the captain now.
0: Like, this is the role now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if you feel lost, like, and it's not just competition. Sometimes you're rolling and sometimes the rolls can be completely uncomfortable. Um. So you've got to know where your safe place is. Because it's yeah. like, I have places that I'm comfortable being in when I'm just rolling in the gym. I may never apply it in any tournament because I don't have to. Hopefully that answers some of our viewers' questions.
1: I know we kind of went all over the place a little bit.
0: Yeah. But. It's just, it's hard to pinpoint because it's not like you sit there and you're like, I want to be able to do. Sometimes you do that where you're like, I think this is awesome. I want to be able to do this. But sometimes it's, I don't want to say impossible, but you may never get the chance to do it. But you'll find things that your body will naturally by, yes, they'll fight. It'll you'll gravitate towards it. You feel the most comfortable there. You feel like you can enjoy jujitsu in those positions, in those places. So, that my advice is just really to develop an a game. You just have to learn, and you have a playbook you can pull from. Exactly right. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, but this was a question specifically like for one listener, but hopefully it helps other people and she knows who she is (laughs) we love (laughs) your questions yeah so if you have more questions send them to us because we'll answer them (laughs) in the most roundabout way all right all right stay tuned for the next episode bye